Hi, hello and welcome or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast with me, your host Zoe. This is a podcast where we get into everything self-awareness, personal growth, self-love. We dive straight in but we keep it really fun. I am coming to you today from South Africa. So if you're new around here and I say this because I know there have been some new listeners so a special shout out. If you are new around here, I live in Singapore as of literally the end of November. I just moved there from London, but I'm currently on vacation with my family in South Africa. So I'm going to be recording the next two episodes from here. Today, we are breaking down the question, what are you doing to make 2024 a good year? I'm basically going to share some intentions, some habits, and really importantly, some mindsets that I'm personally going to be going into 2024 with. And this episode is absolutely not about New Year's resolutions. It's not about saying you have to do this or you need to make this radical lifestyle change or you should overhaul your life in the new year. More what this episode is going to do is it's going to prompt you to think about what you think would help you feel good feel happy, feel healthy in 2024. Like really think it through and then think about how you can incorporate the habits, the mindsets, the vibes that are gonna make you feel good into your year so that you can have a good year. So it might be about micro habits, as I've said. It might be about ways you view the world. It might be about relationships. It's gonna look really different for everyone For one person, 2024 might literally be about letting go of control and not having a plan and learning to trust the process and just go with the flow. But for another person, they might have some specific career goals or maybe even some fitness goals they want to achieve. And so 2024 might be about putting in place the habits and the mindsets which are going to support them to go after those goals. So the point is, this episode is designed to help you get really intentional so you don't just float through the new year without actually thinking about what you want out of the year ahead. And again, what you want out of the year ahead might be to slow down and chill. It's not just about achieving, achieving, achieving. It's literally just about being intentional, however that looks for you, and bringing purpose into your year. So yeah, as I said, in this episode, I'm going to share what I'm personally going to be doing to make 2024 a good year with the hope of getting you to think about this in the context of your own life. So rest assured, I'm not going to be sharing with you a list of resolutions which are like, go to the gym seven times a week and eat broccoli. Although I will say I love crispy broccoli, but that's not what this episode is about. So on to some random Zoe updates. Okay, firstly, I was sitting in the office last Thursday and I was working and I had this sudden realization that four weeks ago to that day, I landed in Singapore. And I don't know, it was just this weird moment where I was suddenly like, wait, I did it. I moved countries and I went after something I really wanted. And I think that, wow, I'm really just diving in and getting vulnerable in the intro here, but hopefully you guys are here for it. I think that for periods of my life, I have lived with so, so much fear and I've got hung up on all the what ifs, 
what if it doesn't work out? What if it goes wrong? What if I don't like it? And I guess in so many ways, sitting in that office on Thursday thinking about this was just a really full circle moment. I don't even know what the circle is about or what like I was completing the circle from. It just felt like a full circle moment in the sense that I think I always hoped that I would move abroad in my 20s, that that would be part of my journey. But it was something which really scared me. So I was kind of like, it's actually cool that I did it. And I think the me two years ago would be really proud of the situation I'm in now, having moved to Singapore and been here for four weeks. So it's just a reminder to everyone that you are capable of so much more than you think. And it is crazy that when you challenge yourself, you end up facing fears and finding a way through them, sometimes without realizing. Like I've faced so many fears in the last four weeks without even thinking through the fact that I'm facing those fears. It's only when I sit back and I reflect that I'm like, wow, I actually did that and I was fine. I'm still here. So I just wanted to share that message. Also, I've been trying to work out what my Roman Empire is. And honestly, I think I have like a million and one because my mind is so hyperactive and I think about a lot of random things. But I would say a big one is thinking about what I was doing this moment a week ago or this moment a month ago or this moment a year ago. And the reason I bring this up is because I just said I was sitting in the the office and I realized that this moment four weeks ago I was landing in Singapore. I don't know why I always think about what I was doing a week, a month, a year ago. It's kind of a strange thing. And it's not really about living in the past or ruminating on what happened in the past. At least I hope it's not because I don't think that's very healthy. So fingers crossed it's not about that. I don't fully know what it's about. I guess kind of trying to make sense of timelines. And people are probably listening like, this girl is so freaking weird. Yes, that's true. I am weird. But it's also fine because we own being weird on this podcast and everyone is so weird. Some people just hide it better than others. But yes, the other thing I like about this very, very random Roman Empire of mine, which I'm now blabbling on about it, is that when you do think about where you were a month ago or a year ago and you think back to, I guess, the past version of you who was living in that moment, you realize how you had no idea where you'd be today or how you'd feel today. And I think there's something really cool about that. The fact that we just have no clue where we're going to be a month from today or a year from today. And we have no idea how we're going to feel. So very random, but it's fine because these are called random Zoe updates. Speaking of which, the last random Zoe update I want to share, as I mentioned, I'm now in South Africa. And because of the time difference between Singapore and South Africa, and because of the flight length, my flight was at 1.30am on the 23rd of December, which was so stressful, because I had to leave at 10.30pm on the 22nd of December to get to the airport for a flight on the 23rd. And it's really not that stressful. I was just so paranoid that I was going to get confused and miss the flight because there are so many worlds in which I could imagine that happening. But it's fine. We made it. I'm here, people. Anyways, because I like going to bed at 9 p.m., I was so incredibly delirious going through the situation of like checking in, 
getting to the gate and like getting on the plane like I honestly had no idea what was going on at the check-in place it was a self-check-in and I had to be like hi hello I'm so sorry but I can't do this like I, I can't check myself in I need someone to help me and they were very perplexed as to why I was so incapable but it was 11 at this point and I just couldn't function so anyway they had to help me but it's fine the other thing that was crazy about the situation is that my bag weighed 28 kilos and what upset me about this wasn't the fact that the bag was heavy what upset me was the fact that I'd gone to so much effort to try and make the bag light for example I didn't pack a hairdryer granted I knew my mum would pack one but yeah I didn't pack a hairdryer I didn't pack so many things I didn't pack toothpaste because I didn't want to make my bag heavy don't worry I do use toothpaste I just thought I'll get a new tub there and then bring it home with me now that I say it out loud very strange logic but yes I do not know how the bag was 28 kilos the people at check-in did not know how the bag was 28 kilos but we managed and we got here in one piece. But oh my goodness, it was the best moment ever seeing my family. It's only been four weeks, so it hasn't even been that long and I've been away for them for longer than four weeks before. But it's just that so much has happened in those four weeks and there was so much to catch up on. And for me at least, talking on the phone and talking on FaceTime just isn't the same as that face-to-face interaction. So when I got off the plane in Cape Town, which is the airport I was disembarking, to use a very technical aeroplane term, when I was disembarking in Cape Town, I thought I was meeting them at a cafe to get coffee and breakfast and all that good stuff. But then I walked through the arrivals and my mum and sister were there and I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm actually seeing them so yes I'm a very happy bunny that I'm with my family and with that we're going to get into the episode my usual reminder that if you do enjoy this podcast please do rate it if you want to keep me as a happy bunny like I am already now jokes I'll be a happy bunny either way because I always try and be a happy bunny I don't even know if happy bunny is a saying, but it is now. My mum says it, or maybe my dad says it. I don't know. Who cares? So yes, please do rate the podcast. And if you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, it's at Wonderfully Zoe on Instagram and TikTok. At my website, it's www.unfreezepod.com. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about in the bulk of this episode, it's kind of a mindset shift, but it's also kind of a habit. And it's around not living for the weekend or not living for the next holiday, but basically trying to bring a little bit of fun, a little bit of joy, a little bit of playfulness into every single day. And it doesn't have to take something expensive to do that. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It's just about trying to make the everyday things, even the seemingly mundane things, just a little bit more vibrant. So something I like to really focus on and something I'm going to do next year is romanticize the small things in life. And there are different ways to do this, but some examples of what I try and do. Number one, treat myself to a coffee out on my way to work every day and just enjoy how delicious it is enjoy the fact that when I stir the coffee, the colors blend. And there's something really cool about that. And it just, it looks pretty and it makes me happy and it brings me joy every single moment. I also like to take 10 minutes in the morning to sit down and just eat my breakfast in peace. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the fact that I am nourishing my body 
before I rush into the day. I am honoring myself. It's an act of self-love to be like, you deserve fuel and you deserve to receive this amazing food. 10 minutes, that's literally it. And for me, waking up 10 minutes earlier to have that peaceful breakfast is so important and it's a way I kind of romanticize my morning routine. And then when it comes to the evenings, when I get home, I try and think about how I can do one thing, at least one thing for myself every evening, whether that is cooking dinner with a podcast on, whether that is having a warm shower or watching some Netflix. Even if I have to work after I make dinner or whatever it is, I still try and do something for me. And then the other way I like to romanticize life is sometimes just switch up your routine. So what I did one day last week when I was working from home was I used the 30 minutes I saved on commuting to go to a coffee shop and just sit and drink my coffee and people watch. And it was just fun to do something different. It was fun to get out of the house before I started work. And it was just fun to vibe and just sit there and not feel like I had to be productive or rush but just as I say romanticize life and the way I like to think about it is there are 52 weekends in the year and most people take I don't know maybe a couple of weeks a few weeks of holiday a year so if you're always waiting for the weekend or you're always waiting for the next holiday you miss out on so much time in life you could be having a little bit more fun so yeah I'm going to continue romanticizing the everyday and not living for the weekend and not living for the next holiday. Another thing I'm going to be focusing on to make 2024 a good year is letting go of the all or nothing approach. Because in the past, I've fallen into the trap of thinking that unless I do my full morning routine or unless I can get a full 15 minute meditation in or unless I can do a whole 45 minutes of exercise then it's not worth doing anything but literally this is such a false belief we do not have to hold ourselves to these arbitrary rules and these arbitrary numbers and in the cases where we feel up to it I think something is always better than nothing. Say, for example, you stay up late one night, you're out for dinner with friends, or you're even just up watching Netflix until a little bit late. Just because you then wake up later, just because you sleep in, it doesn't mean you still can't do things for yourself which make you feel good in the morning, like some movement or making a really nourishing breakfast or a meditation or whatever it is to you. You haven't ruined anything, you haven't ruined the day just because you've slept in. You can still do things to make yourself good. And yeah, as I say, we don't have to have this all or nothing approach. Or say, for example, you're rushing to get ready for work and you only have 20 minutes, so you can't fit in your usual 20-minute workout. That is okay. Maybe you can literally do five minutes of dancing or five minutes of stretching or a five-minute walk outside just to try and get some movement in and feel good in yourself. And above all else, the other thing I'd say with this is just give yourself some grace. It is not about being perfect. It's about showing up for yourself. And I've said this before, but I will say it again. The whole point of wellness habits and rituals and routines is for them to make us feel good. 
So as soon as they start adding stress because we feel we quote unquote have to do them or because we put so much pressure on ourselves to get things done, I think that's when we should rethink whether the habit, the routine, the ritual is actually serving us. Next thing I want to do to make 2024 a good year is to stop looking to other people to validate my decisions and my choices. And this isn't something I've spoken about a ton on the podcast, but basically in a lot of ways, I'm quite a confident person. But one area in which I really struggle with confidence, or maybe not, you know, confidence, I don't even know what it is, but one area I kind of struggle is I doubt myself when it comes to the choices I make. And I think because of that, I really look to other people to sometimes validate my decisions, even when I know deep down it's the right choice for me or it's the choice that's going to make me really happy. And what I don't love about the fact that I do this is I kind of entertain the self-doubt every time I look to someone for validation rather than backing myself and trusting myself and trusting that I know what I want and I don't have to get other people's approval over what I want. But I think the other problem with doing this is I throw open the door to hear and receive other people's opinions about my life and my choices when what really matters is how I feel about my life and my choices because, well, it's my life. So yeah, next year, I'm going to be trying to back myself. I don't need to run everything by everyone. I can lean into my own judgment. And the more I do this, the more I lean into my judgment and my intuition, the more I realize how freaking powerful like our inner voice is and we hold so many more answers than we think we do and I don't mean that in a woo-woo way I more mean we know what we want way better than we think we do it's just that we often don't listen to ourselves okay the next habit I kind of want to pick back up and it's going to sound so minor but this is a lot deeper than you think. Maybe it's not deep, but there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. The habit is reading because I have just noticed lately, basically since I moved, that I've not been reading as much. And of course, that's not a bad thing in itself, but reading is one of the main ways I like to regulate myself because it kind of takes me back to the present moment and It's almost a constant I come back to throughout the week and even throughout the day. So yeah, that's something I want to focus on. And reading brings me so much happiness and I just think I've kind of fallen out of the swing of it. So for example, what I'm going to do next year is read on my commute to work. So I used to do that in London and it was just such a good way to calm my mind before going into the chaos of the working day. So I want to do that again rather than trying to plan a podcast or scrolling on Instagram or doing an Instagram post on my commute. I'm just going to focus on reading. But the broader point I'm basically trying to get at here, probably quite unsuccessfully, so let me spell it out, is that I think in the modern world, there's so much conversation about productivity and there's such a focus on hustle culture. And because of all of that, we forget that we are totally allowed to do things without any specific goal 
or any specific aim in mind. So applying that to what I was just saying about reading, we are allowed to just read, to enjoy the book and zone out and not read because it helps us accomplish a goal or because it betters us or because it helps you move closer to your dreams, but just because the book feels good and we have fun doing it. Not everything has to be strategic or planned out. We are allowed to just be. We're allowed to just exist. We're allowed to just do things which make us happy in the moment without kind of a greater master plan behind everything. So yes, I'm going to remember that going into 2024. The next mindset, and this is an extremely important one, is not feeling peer pressure into doing things which we don't want to do or things which don't make us feel good or feel happy. So whether that is about going out clubbing, whether that's about alcohol, whether that's staying up late, whether that's, I don't know, even gossiping, I just think we need to remind ourselves going into 2024 that none of us, and I repeat, none of us have to give into pressure when it comes to doing things we don't want to do or things which don't make us feel good. And by peer pressure, I don't mean your friends standing around in a circle and shouting at you to do something. I kind of mean more subtle peer pressure. Like, for example, forcing yourself to have a drink on the night out because you think you're going to be judged if you don't have the drink or you're scared that if you don't have the drink, you'll be lame and you won't be invited to the next thing or whatever it is. Life is literally too short to force yourself to do things which don't make you happy. It is so tiring living out of alignment with yourself. And on the flip side, it is just so freeing to own who you are, own what makes you happy and what you like, and just trust that the right people are going to be attracted to that version of you. And if you're listening and you're like, well, thank you very much, Zoe. I would love to do that, but I just don't have the confidence. You have to find it within yourself because I promise you it's there. Something I come back to to help me with finding that confidence is the fact that 10 years from now, what matters is not whether or not you went to the party. What matters is not whether or not you did the tequila shot or you stayed out till 2 a.m. What will matter 10 years from now is whether you were happy. So in 2024, I am going to be channeling that mindset more than ever because there are so many things we think we quote unquote should do because that's what people do in their 20s or that's what we're meant to do or that's what we see our friends doing. But that doesn't mean you have to do those things. It doesn't mean those things are right for you. So tune in and tune out the noise from everyone else and from, I guess, the inner critic inside of you. And like I always say, the right people for you are out there. You should never feel the need to try and impress anyone or please anyone. Be yourself and the right people will be attracted to you. The second last thing I want to mention in this episode is another mindset I'm going to be going into 2024 with. Basically, I want to focus on being open to opportunities and not closing myself off. So the reason I thought of this is because I love goal setting. 
I love manifestation. I love the idea of a vision board. And I say I love the idea because I'm very unartistic and I'm not very visual, but I still love the idea. And when I see other people do it, I'm like, I love that for you. But in the spirit of what I just said, I also am not going to force myself to make a vision board when it doesn't feel right to me. Anyway, massive tangent. What I was trying to say is I love goal setting and all that stuff, but I also think it's so good to not feel like we have to stick really rigidly to a set game plan because life is so freaking random. Things come up that we cannot predict and I think it's so cool to have the flexibility and give yourself the permission to go with things, to go with opportunities, to go with chances that come up if they feel right whether or not they were on your list of intentions for 2024 or whether or not you predicted them, whether that's in terms of career, making new friends, moving abroad, whatever it is, don't close yourself off. And me and my sister Louisa were reflecting on this yesterday because we were in South Africa this time last year and we were thinking back to our mindsets then and we were saying, who the hell would have predicted where we both are now, like me living in Singapore, her having spent eight months in Singapore and the experiences we've been through and all that stuff, we never would have predicted. And it's just wild the difference a year can make. And it's such a good reminder to just stay open, set intentions, have purpose, but stay open to different experiences in life. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. I hope it got you thinking about how you're going to make 2024 a good year. Please do let me know. It's at Wonderfully Zoe on Instagram and TikTok. And my website is www.unfreezepod.com. I love you all so, so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate the podcast and I will speak to you next week.